On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Wednesday, April 13th. Ian Cameron with you. Jimmy Murphy will be joining me shortly. We're ready for a Wednesday uh, NHL slate, which is uh, three games in length. It was supposed to be four games initially, but Seattle and Winnipeg was postponed uh, due to some weather situations uh, going on uh, in Winnipeg. So as a result, we just have three games on tap here on this Wednesday. Uh, Before we get into it, want to thank everybody again for joining us on the uh, BetCast last night. Another very uh, entertaining night of hockey um, and a fairly profitable night of hockey for me. I was up on the pregame bets, cashed a couple of winners in terms of the uh, live bets last night. Uh, that Ottawa-Detroit first period uh, over 0.5 goals where Ottawa scores in the dying seconds uh, of the period. Uh, that was certainly a, a thrill. Uh, that is definitely the, for sure there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a very a good night. Lots of entertaining Augie games. We had some uh, overtime games as well last night uh, in NHL action. So very entertaining. We thank everybody that w- joined us uh, on the stream uh, on the uh, BetCast last night. We thank you guys for uh, joining us there uh, on that uh, with that. And, of course, we're still going to keep doing the BetCasts uh, every Tuesday uh, for the uh, rest of the uh, regular season and the playoffs as well. Uh, Tuesday is probably going to be our BetCast night as well once the uh, postseason begins. So uh, we're looking forward to that. And obviously, the uh, uh, playoffs are just right around the uh, corner. Like I said, there's only two Tuesdays left of uh, regular season hockey. So uh, looking forward to uh, winding down the regular season and getting the uh, playoffs going. That's for sure uh, as the countdown is on. Uh, before uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs begin. All right, let's get to tonight's card. Uh, We will start off with the uh, New York Rangers taking on the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, The Rangers minus 210 uh, road favorites here in Philly. Uh, The total six pretty much across the board here. Of course, last night, the Rangers end up losing 4-2 to Carolina. They played pretty well, all things considered, the Rangers, but a couple of uh, good bounces that kind of went Carolina's way. Uh, last night, uh, when you look at the uh, the Rangers, I thought it was pretty even hockey game. But you know, like I said, a couple of bad bounces that went against them uh, in that game uh, last night, and uh, as a result, turned the game around. The first Carolina goal, Svechnikov banks it in off Igor Shosturkin. There was another uh, situation. The second goal banks in off a Ranger player, and the third goal, Ranger. A defenseman blocks the shot, and the puck just stays there for Jordan Stahl, and he wires it in past an uh, unsuspecting Igor Shosturkin. So, hey, sometimes you make your own breaks, 
Carolina took advantage of them, and you got to give them credit for that for sure as they uh, get the uh, 4-2 win against the Rangers. Now Rangers looking to uh, bounce back here tonight, taking on the uh, Flyers. Uh, we'll see who's in net. You would expect Georgiev tonight for the Rangers with it being back-to-back. He's projected to be the goalie for the, the Rangers. Martin Jones probably going to be the goalie for the Flyers tonight. I see no reason why it won't be. He's actually played a little bit better lately. Well, I shouldn't say he was playing better in a couple of starts until Saturday. Uh, he played Anaheim. He started that game for the Flyers, and uh, he didn't exactly play as uh, well. Uh, gave up five goals in that loss to the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, so we'll see how he fares here in this game. I've certainly got my uh, eyes up, uh, set on the over here in this game at 6 uh, in this one, rather than a side, because I do think the Rangers, I'd lean to them in regulation. Um, but when Philadelphia is coming off the kind of game they had last night, like I say, no team wants to lose nine to two and no team, you know, is gonna, I think, mail it in, in their very next game after a loss like that. So I would expect here, the Philadelphia Flyers to be, uh, bringing a pretty, uh, solid effort to the, to the ice tonight, trying to rebound. Now they're not as good as the Rangers. We know that. Uh, but effort-wise, I expect it to be there tonight for the Philadelphia Flyers. Again, because of the fact you're talking about them just getting humiliated last night, essentially, by the uh, Washington Capitals. So you look at the Rangers, they're going to be hungry. They're going to be fired up after a 4-2 uh, a loss to Carolina. They know the importance of this game uh, with the fact now that the uh, Carolina Hurricanes by virtue of that victory head-to-head -head against the Rangers last night, have now pulled ahead by four points uh, in the battle for first place with the same amount of games remaining. Both of these teams, Carolina and the Rangers, entering tonight have eight games remaining. So with the Rangers trailing Carolina by four, this is a huge, huge two points that they need to try to get tonight. They should, but I'm going to stay off the Rangers' side, and I'm just going to look toward goals in this game. I think we will see them. Uh, I like over six here with the uh, Rangers and Flyers. Again, we're expecting Georgiev and Jones uh, to be the uh, goaltending matchup here uh, in this game between the Rangers and Flyers. Uh, as far as uh, props are concerned, uh, certainly Chris Kreider continues to just absolutely light it up right now for the uh, New York Rangers. No question uh, about that. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how he goes. Uh, and obviously, uh, when you look at the uh, situation here for uh, the Rangers, you could go certainly with him in terms of points and goal score prop. Uh, Panarin, I think, was a little bit quiet last night. I think you might see him uh, make a little bit more of an impact tonight against the uh, Philadelphia Flyers uh, in this game. As far as the Flyers goal go, it looks like uh, Joel Farabee, who returned to the lineup last night for the uh, Flyers, uh, had a tough, not everybody had a tough night for the Flyers, but keep in mind, this is a guy that's perked up a little bit offensively uh, for them the last couple of weeks. So uh, I think, you know, from a prop standpoint, it's probably a good prop game because, you know, I think there'll be some goals in it. Farabee could be worth a look. And keep an eye, this is another situation where we're going to see this a lot here down the stretch, final two, three weeks of the regular season, especially for non-playoff teams, bringing in these college kids that they drafted late in the season and putting them in the lineup. We saw it with Owen Power with Buffalo last night. We saw it with Matt Beneers for Seattle uh, last night. Uh, you're seeing this really in a lot of different places, and we have another situation like that here with Philadelphia. They've got Bobby Brink, uh, a 20-year-old, uh, playing on the uh, second line for them tonight uh, with Lawton and Konechny. This is a guy that just wrapped up uh, uh, playing for the Denver Pioneers where he was outstanding for them. He had 57 points. In 41 games for the Denver Pioneers in college, of course, the newly crowned national champions. They won the Frozen Four 
uh, this past weekend. And now Bobby Brink's getting an opportunity here with the Flyers, not only an opportunity, but a, a sizable opportunity playing on the second line, getting a top six forward role uh, on this team entering the game tonight. So again, with these situations, we talk about this ad nauseum, these players, they're just all of a sudden getting put into the lineup on a first line or a second line. And all of a sudden you can take advantage uh, of some of those situations from a pricing standpoint. Uh, you know, and like, for instance, you know, you got a plus 320 out there tonight on break to score a goal when he's going to be getting in the top line or, you know, second line uh, uh, duty tonight uh, in this game. Uh, you can get him in terms of a, a points prop at a pretty reasonable price as well uh, tonight as well. So, you know, those are the kind of things you want to look at. Like last night we cashed with Matt Beneers, you know, from the, uh, with the Seattle Kraken. He uh, got an assist. He got a point uh, on the uh, first uh, Seattle goal of the game last night. So these are really, really good situations in terms of player props to pounce on late in the season because usually with these highly touted college prospects that are being called up to the you know big team and getting an, an audition, if you will, late in the season, they're not sticking these uh, players you know in a third line or a fourth line role in a lot of instances. No, they're giving them the, the opportunity to uh, get top six forward uh, minutes, uh, play on a top two line somewhere. Uh, and those are definitely good uh, situations to keep an eye on. So uh, definitely Bobby Brink, another one of those. We're going to talk about someone in the Columbus Montreal game as well that fits that uh, mold as well, along with, of course, as I mentioned, Beneers last night, Owen Power last night. Uh, I know the Leafs are talking with Matthew Nyes, one of their uh, players they drafted uh, that's coming out of college that played at Minnesota this year, uh, whether he's going to get some time to play with the Leafs down the stretch in the regular season. So these are very interesting. And you talk about these are talented kids that, that, that want to make an impact when they get this opportunity. And as a result, if you look for props on some of these late season college uh, prospects that end up in the lineup and particularly in a top six forward role for the, for their respective teams, man, you could really find yourself getting some great value on props uh, involving those players, whether it's points or whether it's to score a goal. Uh, all right, next up, we've got Montreal and Columbus. Uh, Columbus minus 160, uh, home favorite, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Um, I, I certainly like Montreal enough to bet them here. Uh, it's just one of those games where you've got, obviously, two teams that are uh, playing for exercise here out of the playoffs. But when you look at the Canadians here, uh, last two losses, you know, empty net goal uh, to make it 4-2 for Winnipeg the other night against Montreal. They didn't play that badly, in my opinion. Uh, they lost 3-2 to Toronto. No shame in that. Uh, they're competitive in virtually every game, the Montreal Canadiens. And as far as Columbus goes, we're talking about a team that's just 2-8 and eight their last 10 hockey games. It's being asked to lay minus 160 here uh, in this game tonight. So, you know, just these kind of games late in the season where you've got a minus 160 favorite um, involving with one of the teams and they're, uh, that's out of the playoffs and they're playing another team that's out of the playoffs. It's almost like by virtue, I've got to look at the dog. You know, and with, with this Montreal team, even though they've lost two in a row, you know, they were right in the game against the Jets, right in the game against the Leafs, and the Jets are battling for playoff positioning. Toronto is obviously trying to secure second place uh, in the Atlantic division. So uh, for Montreal, it's not exactly like uh, they played poorly in those last two losses. Uh, Samuel Montembeau will get the start for the uh, Canadians. Uh, it'll be his second straight start. It'll be this third straight game where he's appeared. Uh, in between the pipes for them because of the fact Jake he came into the Saturday night game against Toronto and Jake Allen 
uh, got injured in the uh, first period. Uh, and so, and Samuel Montembeau has not played that badly, I think, uh, these last few games. In the Toronto game, look, Toronto didn't score uh, after uh, Samuel Montembeau entered the game. Actually, they did. Austin Matthews got one goal to make it three for Toronto, and that was about it for the uh, Leafs. The rest of the played well, I thought, against Winnipeg. Uh, he gave up three goals, but uh, he made a lot of saves to give Montreal a chance in that game. So I like the way he's played uh, the last couple of games for the uh, Canadians. As far as Columbus is concerned, uh, we should expect Elvis Merzlikens in net. Yes, indeed, uh, confirmed for them. Not that no real big shock there, considering uh, they've just been starting in pretty much every single game for uh, a very long period of time now. And here's another situation I mentioned. Of course, we talked about Bobby Brink for Philly we, uh, in the uh, last game against the Rangers. We talked, uh, I mentioned Matty Beneers for Seattle last night, Owen Power for Buffalo last night. Again, you've got these uh, kids that played in college now that the college hockey season's over. They're now going to get a little bit of a late season look with the team that drafted them. And the Columbus Blue Jackets are doing that tonight with Kent Johnson, the 19-year-old center, signed a three-year entry-level contract with the team on Friday last week. Uh, and, of course, he just completed his sophomore season with Michigan. Uh, eight goals, 37 points in 32 games with the Wolverines uh, in his college hockey season this past year. Fifth overall pick in last year's 2021 draft by the Jackets. Uh, and he will be making his Jackets an NHL debut tonight uh, against the uh, Montreal Canadiens. And, again, just like we mentioned before with Matt Beneers was on the top line for Seattle last night against Calgary. Bobby Brink's playing on the second line for Philly uh, against the Rangers. And here's uh, uh, Kent Johnson playing on a second line tonight for the Jackets, at least based on morning skate line rushes. Uh, he's going to be with Justin Danforth and Oliver Bjorkstrand uh, right behind the uh, Lion A. Roslovic Nyquist uh, top line for the uh, Blue Jackets. So, again, this is a guy that's going to get opportunity tonight for the uh, Jackets in his NHL debut. And you've got, obviously, a talented kid. Obviously, he's making the jump to the uh, NHL pro level tonight. So you, you're, you're never quite sure how that's going to go. But as we saw with Matt Beneers with Seattle last night, uh, the guy gets a point on his uh, on the very first goal uh, that Seattle scored last night. And he didn't look out of place. Owen Power didn't look out of place last night. Uh, oftentimes, you're going to see these guys, you know, be ready to make an impact, be ready uh, to contribute in a positive manner uh, for their respective teams. And I think you'll probably get uh, a decent game like that for uh, Kent Johnson. And again, you look at him to score tonight, it's plus 380. Again, you're talking about you know a, a terrific price there when he's going to get opportunities. Uh, he may, may, may get a power play look. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, the latest uh, power play units don't have him listed on either the first or the second unit, but that could be stale data. I think it would be... Uh, very, very plausible to to see maybe Kent Johnson get on the power play here tonight for the uh, Jackets in this game. Yeah, definitely. And again, plus 380 uh, is the price we're looking at in some spots for him to find the back of the net here tonight uh, in this game, <laughs> in this game, which is uh, which is pretty good value, uh, I would say. Uh, no question, especially someone that's going to be uh, playing on the uh, top line for the uh, uh, Columbus uh, Blue Jackets tonight. So. Uh, definitely uh, good to see uh, that kind of value uh, on the uh, horizon. And a good uh, mention in the uh, chat, too, by uh, about Meyer. Meyer has been a, a nice little uh, bright find lately for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets as well. Uh, although he's, you know, they've got him down on the fourth line, but he did get his uh, first uh, NHL goal 
against Philly and had two points in that game. Uh, held off the points, uh, uh, you know, held pointless the last couple games against the uh, fl- the second game against the Flyers and the Red Wings. But that's my only concern with uh, Meyer, uh, Cheshire Cat, is the fact that he's going to be, you know, down on the fourth line. So he's not going to get necessarily that opportunity that, say, uh, the 19-year-old out of Michigan, uh, Kent Johnson's going to get tonight uh, in his debut for the uh, Blue Jackets. So, again, we're going to see this pop up a lot. And this is the time of year we always see it, right after the college hockey season ends. Uh, Beneers with Seattle, Power with Buffalo, Break now with Philly tonight, John- Johnson now with Columbus. And these are guys that are not going to be buried in the lineup when the team gives them this audition. They're going to give them opportunities for spotlight role, a top-six role. And that's why with player props, whether it's to register a point or whether it's to score a goal, there's legitimate value on these college kids that get their first look here at the NHL level. And uh, go, uh, say no more, Matt Beneers gets a point on that first Seattle goal last night. That's just the proof right there. You know, they're getting the opportunity. They're getting a top six forward role. They're certainly fired up beyond belief, making their NHL debut. And the, it's the perfect recipe for value in terms of, Player props, points, and goal score props, certainly with players that are getting these looks from the college ranks late in the season with the teams that drafted them. Uh, we got Jimmy Murphy with us now. What's up, Jimmy? How are you? Uh, just uh, before we talk tonight, uh, what was your overall thoughts on last night? Certainly, we had the Bruins game pegged uh, correctly that they'd struggle with the Blues. Blues get it done there. Uh, Pittsburgh loses a wild one in overtime. L.A. gets the two points they needed. Uh, thoughts on last night from you, Jimmy? Yeah, look, uh, I'll tell you too. Vancouver uh, is a surprise to me too. Uh, kudos to them. A lot of gutsy, gutsy performance by them. But yeah, pretty much what we thought with the St. Louis game there. Um, I mean, the Bruins right now are depleted. They lost Brandon Carlo during that game in the first period. So now they're just, I mean, they've got three of their top four defensemen are hurt. And uh, and then you factor in David Parsonak as well. So of course they're going to struggle found it interesting uh Bruce Cassidy who I love I love him for the fact that he's blunt I love him that he's not afraid to call guys out but I wonder if that was the right spot I mean he absolutely ripped his team last night and I'm thinking the team's got to be saying hey bud we've got three of our top four and D here out plus Parsonak our best power play player yeah we're beat up it's the end of the season we're we're running on fumes like not the right time to really be that harsh and critical. Man. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it, it could be an interesting development to watch there, especially if they're one and out in the playoffs and all of a sudden he's on the hot seat. So uh, anyhow, you know, it, St. Louis really impressed me. I haven't watched him as closely lately um, during this win streak. And I'm just telling you, I, I, I don't know, off the top of my head right now, Ian, give me a team that can roll all four lines like that. Show me them right now. I mean, really, look at look at the depth they have up front right now. It's insane. And now you get Krug back in the picture in the back end. Uh, him and Falk together were, were tremendous, and their power play's great. So that team, all of a sudden, to me, is really popping my eyes as a, as a legit Stanley Cup contender. So that's what I took away from that. And some of the other games, I mean, a lot of what we expected, some good stuff. Uh, and, you know, I love, uh, I love Ryan Hartman's salute. Yeah, uh, Ryan Hartman, the middle finger salute to Evan. Hey, I mean, what? I, I know he got fined, but you know what? So what? It's it's the heat of the moment. It's playoff time is like two weeks away. Yeah. So you know, it is absolutely time that we, um, you know, settle down and uh, you know, not get carried away when things get heated. Oh yeah, you know? good call by you on Zetterlin, as uh, Joe Free is saying. 
Yeah, it's you got to be careful with looking at these. You know, yeah, that was. Uh, and like I say, we're talking about a guy that was on the top line, and he's not priced like it. That's the whole crux of that bet, and it ended up coming through. It was plus five eight fifty to plus six hundred for him to score a goal last night for the Devils. And and take a look at him the next time New Jersey plays, which I think is probably tomorrow night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, against Colorado. It'll be tougher there because Colorado is going to be tougher to score against for New Jersey than that Arizona team was last night. But nevertheless, keep an eye on this with uh, Zetterlin. If he's going to get those top line minutes again, and I've got every reason to think he will, considering you know he goes up to that top line and scores uh, the very first goal for the Devils last night, uh, you're going to keep getting some good prices. And there may be a slight adjustment game to game, but I think it's going to take a while before they adjust that price properly on him. And that could be something you take advantage of for a few games, as long as he remains up on that top line with Heeshear and Sharon Govich. And boy, what a line they were last night uh, for the Devils handing Arizona that loss. Uh, but yeah, you should got to shop around. There's so many books that are uh, that are really good now with NHL player props, but not every book's going to have every player. So it's very, very important to shop around. That's the best uh, advice I have uh, regarding that. All right, Jimmy, uh, Wednesday card. We already talked Rangers, Flyers, Rangers minus 210 road favorites, six the total uh, in that one. Uh, what do you like there? Well, I mean, look, the Flyers, obviously, they're done. Uh, and that that was just that was embarrassing last night. And then to have to turn around and play the Rangers right now, it's just a tall task for that team. I can't imagine their confidence is uh, is too good and too high right now. And uh, there's a lot of things that I don't like about that Flyers team. And I think the biggest one is one that Alex always uh, jumps on. And that's, you know, that's uh, Mike Yo. I mean, this guy has done nothing to change the, the culture there. So now you're getting the Rangers who lost to Carolina last night uh, are going to just want to bounce back and they're going to take it out on Philly. This could get ugly again for Philly. So I'm going to take the Rangers team total over. And I'm going to take the Rangers puck line. All right. And uh, I think that's the right side, too. Like, I think the Rangers are winning. Even with Georgiev in net, uh, I think they're going to end up winning this game. Uh, the one little nagging concern is, you know, no team, no matter how bad they're, they are or the season's been or how you know poorly they're struggling, no team likes to get embarrassed 9-2 to two, like uh, they were by Washington last night. But at the same point in time, are they really good enough to do anything about it? I don't know about it. I, I, maybe the effort is strong tonight, but the effort should be damn strong for the Rangers too because, you know, if they want to have any inkling of trying to track down Carolina after losing to them head-to-head -head last night 4-2, now that they're four points back, you got to get two points in games like this. And uh, we'll see if the uh, Rangers uh, can do that. But uh, I like the over in that game. I certainly wouldn't uh, fault anyone, including Jimmy, for liking the Rangers team total over. I think they'll be able to light the lamp there. As far as Montreal-Columbus goes, I was just talking about it as you entered, Jimmy. I like Montreal as a dog here just because, look, the Winnipeg game, competitive effort even though they lost. Toronto game, competitive effort even though they lost. And they've actually, you know, oddly enough, been decent in this little road underdog role lately. They beat uh, Tampa Bay. You know, as a road underdog, they were somehow a road dog of like this same price against New Jersey. And they went into New Jersey and beat down the Devils and I think scored seven goals uh, in that game as well. So, you know, with two teams not in the playoffs, I just have a hard time price seeing either of these teams when it's two non-playoff teams facing each other being priced at minus 160. And I just have a, a, a real doubt saying we're really going to put Columbus that much ahead of Montreal right now. So I think there's some value on the Canadian side. And I do like this over six and a half as well with the uh, Canadians and Jackets tonight 
especially with the Kent Johnson, that infusion of that, you know, that college prospect in the lineup. I think you'll see a greater push for offense now from the Jackets with him in the lineup and certainly Montreal more offense than defense. Certainly, uh, even though I like the way Montembeau's played, I think uh, Columbus will score and I think Montreal will as well tonight. So I like the Habs. I like the over as well. What do you think, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm not sure on a total uh, over, but I'm going to take the over in the first period. I know it's not the best value, but I like that there. I'm also going to take the Canadians on the puck line in the first period. And I'm going to take the Canadians overall as an underdog on the money line. All right, there we go. Uh, good stuff. Uh, and uh, like I say, Montreal, you know, we've ended up uh, be, uh, just basically uh, t- I've taken them a bunch of times as underdogs. and I've been timing it well. You know, I really have where, you know, we've been uh, on this uh, uh, Montreal team at the right time mm-hmm. uh, and uh, taking them in these uh, nice little underdog spots. And I think with them off two losses now, I think it's a good time to jump back in now with uh, Montreal tonight at a uh, nice plus 140 price. Uh, by the way, Col- the Montreal props, Josh Anderson, Cole Caulfield, Suzuki. You know, keep it simple. Those are the guys that are making an impact offensively most nights right now uh, for Montreal. I, I would bet, I would reckon to maybe do a little on something on Dvorak. Uh, he's doing. He's yeah. been playing much better lately. He's been pressing. He's been creating offense, setting up goals, but not scoring. Yeah. Uh, you could probably get some great value on him. I'll see if I can find it right now, but – uh, that could just be a fun one as well. Don't don't, don't go crazy. Just a small little prop, uh, but it might get you some good little extra money uh, to compensate for a, a loss you may have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no question. Uh, uh, those are the ones to maybe look at when you just see them. You see things turning. You see them becoming more of a factor, getting more chances, being more assertive, getting more yep. opportunities. And that's sometimes eventually the floodgates might it's open rewarding. or something's going to go in. So yeah. I'll, I'll remember that. Plus 325 right now for Dvorak to score. All right. Awesome. And you know what? I will definitely shout Jimmy out if he, uh, if Christian Dvorak uh, finds the back of the net tonight. We got uh, Tory Krug last night. You did. Absolutely. And someone in the chat mentioned that. Yeah. Great call. And you know, uh, we both liked it. The difference is I forgot to bet it. Oh. Very, very ticked at that. But, yeah, uh, it was just perfect situation. And he played a hell of a game. Wow, and he did. Tory Krug was great, and you know what? He's and that you can tell he wanted to win that, and he wanted oh, to yeah. score against his former team because when he scored that goal, he saw that open ice, he saw that uh, open space to move into the slot area, yep. get in a prime scoring he position. Out, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. It was just, uh, it was great. That was a great goal. And then when he that pump face and that like he, it was like a game winning goal in the playoffs or something for him. Yeah. Sure, he was looking right up at the uh, skybox to Don yeah. Sweeney. Have a nice little uh, look up at Don yeah. Sweeney. See, this is what you're missing, Donnie. Give yeah, him the, right now. Give him the Hartman salute. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, no question. Uh, that was a great game from him. Great game from the Blues overall. Yeah. All right, final game. A tough spot here for the LA Kings. It really is against the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Colorado uh, minus two sixty home favorite. Six the total uh, in this game. Uh obviously LA needs points and it's desperation uh, in every game. It should be from here on out for them. And look, credit to them, took care of business. They had to get those two points last night against Chicago. They were my best bet on the show yesterday. I thought they would show up. They'd rise to the occasion after a disappointing three game losing streak going into last night, but they snapped the losing streak. They beat uh, Chicago five, two keep in mind the losing streak came to Minnesota, Edmonton and Calgary. You know, so they lost to very good hockey teams, L.A., during that three-game uh, losing streak. Uh, but uh, they bounced back with the win against Colorado. But 
you know, that three-game losing streak I just mentioned, how they lost to three really good teams, Calgary, Edmonton, and uh, Minnesota on that three-game losing streak for the Kings. Well, guess what? You had to play another really good team tonight. And, and that seems to be the stumbling block lately for the uh, L.A. Kings. They're starting to look like a team right now that's uh, beating okay teams to below-average teams. And the teams that are some of the best of the best, they're starting to struggle to step up in class uh, in those uh, type of games uh, overall. So uh, that's becoming a concern for the Kings a little bit. Uh, of course, we mentioned yesterday, uh, no Drew Doughty for the rest of the season. That hurts. Uh, no question about that. You know what? We're going to find out, Jimmy, with uh, Doughty, uh, obviously out for the uh, rest of the season. If they get in the playoffs and they still have work to do, we're going to find out a lot more about uh, Sean Dursey. We're going to find out a lot more about uh, Jordan Spence. Uh, you're going to need more from Matt Roy, Alex Edler, Oli Mata uh, on this blue line. These are all guys that are going to have to step it up big time uh, because those are big minutes, big uh, you know, big responsibility that Doughty has because he plays in every situation. So let's see how, he, uh, how these guys uh, step up. I like Dursey. Dursey, to me, is going to be a good player on that blue line for the Kings. Uh, I think there's some real uh, high ceiling potential for him there. This is a difficult spot, though. We always talk about this when you're back-to-back -back on the road and you're playing in Colorado on the second of the back-to-back -back, and it's the thin air, it's the, the high altitude. You know how that could really wear down a team, especially uh, as it goes. So maybe L.A. early in the game rides a little momentum uh, from last night, but I just worry as that game goes along with a very rested Colorado team, you know, who hasn't played obviously since uh, Saturday night when they beat Edmonton, thanks to the heroics of Kemper. They actually got outplayed uh, pretty heavily by the Oilers, but Kemper was magnificent and the Avs won that game 2 1 in overtime. That's their uh, sixth straight win. Uh, they're very well rested and they could really, really be flying around here against this uh, Kings team coming in on a second of back to back games. It looks like, in terms of injuries, Kadri still out, Landeskog still out, Ryan Murray still out. Uh, for the uh, Colorado Avalanche tonight uh, in this game. But there is some good news uh, in this one where Eric Johnson has missed some time. He's going to be back uh, on the blue line for the Avs. So it looks like it's going to be Devon Taves, Kale McCarr, Bo Byram, Josh Manson, Eric Johnson, Samuel Girard uh, as the uh, starting six defensemen. And, you know, other than maybe they're going to replace one of those guys with Jack Johnson, come playoff time, that's pretty close to their regular six defensemen right there. So Colorado definitely a little healthier tonight uh, on the uh, blue line. I hate to do it, but I would only look toward maybe a puck line on Colorado here, uh, minus one and a half. I know LA's desperate for points, but uh, this is just such a difficult, tr uh, difficult scheduling spot for them uh, coming off the Chicago game and going to Denver on the uh, second night of uh, back-to-backs. Colorado puck line is around even money, minus 110. Uh, to lay the goal and a half with Colorado. I'm not sure I'll pull the trigger, but I definitely have a lean in that direction with Colorado minus one and a half puck line here, minus 110. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Kings, Avs. This, you know, it's a tough one. I mean, the Kings really need it. Uh, and a, a real gutsy win by them. Uh, you know, and obviously the way they've, they've been ravaged by injuries and losing such a character guy like Dowdy is huge. But um, I, I, I got a feeling on the Kings on this one. I don't know why. And I'm going to follow that gut. And I'm going to follow them all the way to overtime in a shootout. And that's why I'm going to take a draw in this game. I don't know if they win, but I think they at least get a point out of this. All right. So you're going to look toward the draw here with the uh, Avs and the uh, Kings here, which you can get, obviously, at a phenomenal price. The uh, draw, I'm looking at it right now, is plus 375 
there you uh, go. The uh, draw here in this one that the Kings just hang around, you know, just hang in there, get out of there with at least a point. Yep. Uh, and see if uh, you can scrap a point out of this game. Cal Peterson probably will be in net tonight on the uh, back-to-back. Quick was in net last night against Chicago. He's going to have to be a lot better because obviously Cal Peterson did not have one of his better games on Sunday against Minnesota in that 6-3 loss. Gave up six goals to the Wild in that game. But I would assume, hasn't been confirmed, but I would assume it's going to be uh, Cal Peterson, uh, the goalie tonight for the uh, LA Kings here uh, in this uh, matchup against the uh, Avalanche tonight. So, uh, but we'll wait for confirmation with that. Uh, all right, that's the Wednesday card. Like I said, very short card, shorter show uh, today. Uh, reminder before we uh, wrap it up, best bets. And uh, uh, to wrap up the show, that uh, talk about DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. And a reminder that new customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team, get $150 in free bets if that team wins. Uh, if you, DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THBN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if that team wins. That's promo code THPN. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, must be 21 years of age or older, must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. New customers only. Uh, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account and use the promo code THPN. All right. Best bets for this uh, Wednesday uh, card. believe Jimmy and I both swept our best bets last night, St. Louis for Jimmy, and it was uh, L.A. Uh, against Chicago for me. So we'll see if we can give you an encore here uh, on this Wednesday night. Uh, Jimmy, what do you like for best bet? Well, I'm going to give you uh, two best bets. One is not a hockey bet, and I'll start with that. My Liverpool Reds are about to uh, take the field at Anfield right now, and I'm going to go with them minus one. You can get some good value on that still at minus 118. I know that they just need to win aggregate, so they might they might be in a position later where they're tied and they settle because they've already got the aggregate and they just sit back. But I, I think this team likes to carry some momentum into the next round, uh, and I, I see them winning by at least a goal here uh, today in the Champions League. As for my best bet in hockey, uh, I'm going to go with that Rangers uh, I just I just like that Rangers puck line there. I mean, they they got to bounce back. Philly is just done and lost, and the Rangers need it way more. Uh, so give me that Rangers puck line. All right, New York Rangers puck line minus one and a half. Not a bad price there. Looking at plus one twenty, mm-hmm. uh, plus one twenty five right now with the Rangers puck line for Jimmy with his uh, best. But what is that, Jimmy? Late is that what you put on your neck? Yeah, because I, I was late now. today, bud. Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> I, well, again, we're late every day. I usually don't start this show till five, ten minutes past yeah. the hour. Uh, but that's uh, normal. But that's all right. It's, it's a, a short random show. crazy news day today. Yeah. I don't know why, but been right yeah, since I woke up. Yeah, definitely. Well, we got another marathon edition of the Ice Guys tomorrow, obviously, on uh, Thursday with a 12-game uh, slate. So I'm going to try to start it as close to 2 p.m. East. Now, that's easier said than done, as anybody that tunes in daily knows. I mean, yeah. Uh, the bet the under 0.5 times we start right at 2 p.m. Eastern <laughs> uh, during the week. Uh, but we'll try very hard to get this uh, show started tomorrow as close to a uh, 2 p.m. Eastern uh, time uh, as uh, possible. Uh, but as we have had a big slate, uh, 12 games on tap for uh, Thursday. All right. My best bet. I'm going to go to that right back to that 
Rangers-Flyers game, and I'm going to go over six with the Rangers uh, and the uh, Flyers. I'm expecting a matchup of Georgiev and Net for the Rangers, Martin Jones for the Flyers. And after a couple of great starts, Martin Jones wasn't so good against Anaheim. And I think the Rangers are going to remember the last time they faced Martin Jones, and Martin Jones was phenomenal. And the Rangers deserved the win in that game. Philly went to New York and beat them in a shootout. I think you're going to see the Rangers have a much better night offensively against Martin Jones tonight. But I think the Flyers, uh, I think the Rangers will win, but I do think the Flyers are not going to roll over, play dead tonight. When you lose 9-2, to two, you got to show up and play hard the very next game, the very next night. I think Philadelphia will do that and will also chip in a little bit with uh, some offense of their own against, obviously, a backup goalie, and there is a drop-off between Shesterkin and Georgiev. So uh, I like goals both ways here, and we'll go with that for my best bet. New York Rangers, Philadelphia Flyers, over six, minus 110 uh, for my best bet here for this Wednesday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Wednesday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Thursday for a dozen NHL games on the Thursday card. And we'll break them all down for you, as we always do, on Thursday right here on the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.